This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 6, 2018. I'm Caleb Brown. The closing argument for Democrats nationally has been that Republicans want to end insurance mandates that are meant to protect Americans with pre-existing conditions. The trouble with the polling in that area is that they focus almost exclusively on benefits and not costs. A new poll from the Cato Institute takes a more balanced approach. Emily Eakins comments. What brought about this poll? Because it's, you know, days before the election, we're uh, uh, looking at still pouring over results here um, the day of the election. So why do this poll? Well, so it is a little bit maybe surprising that we would conduct a poll on health care issues right before the midterm election because everyone wants to, you know, everyone's following the horse race. Um, but we decided that given that this is the number one issue for Democrats right now and Democrats are positioned to take the House and kind of the centerpiece of their argument to voters is that they're going to protect two regulations in the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare um, that are widely known as these pre-existing conditions protections or regulations and that they're running to protect those and that they're saying that Republicans would take them away. Um, and so there's been a lot of talk about these two issues. And um, so for this reason, we wanted to, to, to take a look at, at how people are thinking about health care. But in particular, the Washington Post editorial board recently published an editorial about um, the, what they call the consensus on pre-existing condition protections. And I, I have a quick quote here. Um, they say, who says Americans are hopelessly divided over political issues? On one vital subject, the 2018 campaign has revealed a consensus that is both broad and deep. The people want government to require that health insurers cover everyone regardless of pre-existing medical conditions, period. So those are the pre-existing medical conditions, regulations that I was talking about that require insurers to cover anyone who applies and uh, regardless of their medical history and not charge people higher rates if they have a pre-existing medical condition. So what really struck me with this editorial is that they used the word period, that people want these period. And I thought, wow, that's actually not very common that you can just say that universally and necessarily that like everybody wants something in particular. Um, and so if you take a look at the polling on this on this issue, I think that's where the editorial board's coming from, that if you just ask about the benefits of these pre-existing con uh, condition protections, Americans like them. I mean, honestly, who wouldn't? <laughs> if you just offer benefits, these are really great benefits. Um, I personally want everyone that has a pre-existing medical condition to be able to get health care that they need. As is the Emily Eakins MO, you asked people about costs as well. So what do we know about people's uh, preferences for these kinds of uh, provisions in health care um, regulations? when they learn that it might cost somebody something. Right. So so that's part of the problem with the existing polling is that it's only benefits that they ask about. So what we decided to do was conduct a nationally representative poll of 2,498 people that was done October 26th to the 30th, um, where we went through 
and ask people about the cost. So we start out asking, just like other pollsters do, with benefits only, you know, do you favor or oppose provisions in the Affordable Care Act that would prohibit health insurance companies from, refu- from refusing to cover or from charging higher premiums to people with pre-existing conditions? And we find people favor that by a margin of 65% in favor, 32% opposed. So this is just like other polls, generally speaking, people like these provisions. But then we follow up, and that's what makes this different, is we ask some follow-up questions. What if this meant, you know, and then, you know, insert various various costs and then find out if people would favor or oppose prohibiting insurers from um, denying coverage to people that have pre-existing medical conditions. And so what we find might surprise you. So support drops about 20 points from 65% who would net favor to um, – to 44% who would favor and 51% would oppose if these um, provisions meant people had less access to medical tests and treatments. Similarly, we find that support drops about 20 points, only 44% would favor um, and 50% would oppose if these provisions caused the quality of health care that you receive to get worse. And so forth. Now, we found a couple of costs that people would actually be relatively more willing to bear. We found that if these provisions caused your taxes to increase, 51% of Americans would continue to favor this and 44% would oppose. Um, similarly, when we asked about premiums, it's it's basically dead even. 49% say they would, they would favor and 47% would oppose. So it's basically 50-50 when you think of the margin of error. Um, and so, but what's clear here is that it's not period. It's not that these particular provisions are universally and necessarily supported period. The benefits are supported, period, but the costs are not. And in fact, people might be willing to pay higher premiums or higher taxes, but they would not allow, they would not be willing to have the quality of their care that they receive get worse. Now, you might say, well, is there any evidence that this is happening? Well, yes, medical or academic researchers and people that this is their their primary issue area have found that insurers have an incentive to make the quality of healthcare that people receive worse and fewer prescription drugs covered under their various plans because they actually want to discourage people who have expensive medical conditions from signing up with their plan um, there was actually um, a patient consumer group that wrote a letter um, to policymakers that said, look, we love the ACA. (laughs) We love what you're trying to do. Um, But hey, we wanted to let you know that the coverage that we're receiving, this is defeating the purpose of the Affordable Care Act because the coverage that we're actually able to receive is not covering what we need it to cover. So yes, people are getting a little card that says they have insurance coverage, but what that is covering is not enough. Um, So as you can see here, Americans are not willing to sacrifice the quality of care in order to keep these pre-existing conditions regulations. The closing question that you ask uh, in this poll is, uh, which is the better way to sustainably provide high quality and affordable health insurance to people? Uh, The options are more government management of insurance companies, doctors and hospitals. That got 39%. Uh, and more free market competition among insurance companies, doctors, and hospitals, 55%. So that's that's at least represents an idea that people intuitively understand that uh, markets are a preferable way to sustainably provide 
high-quality and affordable health insurance well outside of the margin of error. What does that tell us in the context of uh, what this poll has already told us? Well, I mean, I think that what it helps us do is kind of zoom out for a moment. Um, and, And I think that it would be wise for us to not become overly focused on just thinking about these pre-existing condition regulations or protections, because I think a lot of people are treating it as though if only we can keep these regulations, we can solve the healthcare problems in this country, that we can provide high quality, affordable health care um, in this country. And I think that that is, is not actually correct. Um, and I think it kind of distracts us from having the conversation that we that probably we should be having. Um, and the first question I think we would ask is why are there so many individuals who are in this situation who have a pre-existing medical condition and are in the position where they could be denied coverage in the first place? Why is that? Why is that? Well, part of it is that I would say this is an opinion here, but the system is a little bit unfair um, in that government policy gives preferences to employer provided health insurance. So we have this system where most people are getting insurance through their employer. And what does that mean? Every time you change jobs, you have new insurance, which um, especially is true for millennials and Gen Z who have, you know, they change jobs far more often than the baby boomer generation did. Um, Every time there's an economic downturn and a company uh, lays off workers, if people get married, if they get divorced, when they turn 26, when they retire, there are all of these situations where people are constantly being kind of having to change their health insurance policies. This shouldn't be normal. People should be able to buy portable insurance very early on when rates are low, um, hopefully before before they develop a pre-existing medical condition, and they should be able to take it with them from job to job. This first, this isn't the only thing that needs to happen, but that's the first thing that would reduce the number of people who are in a situation where these regulations would be really, really important. So that's first. And then the second thing is cost. Right now, no one knows what anything costs. Um, If you ask your doctor, your doctor can't tell you. And in fact, if you do, because I've done this, they get a little annoyed. They're like annoyed, they're kind of offended that you ask them how much something costs. But once the bill comes, they care and they expect you to pay it in full. Um, So the price mechanism in healthcare is broken and we need to get that under control. And there are a lot of people out there that have different reform plans that they think will do this. But if we could get the cost of insurance insurance lower and the number of people who are in a situation that have a pre-existing medical condition lower, it's so much easier to cover people that have expensive medical conditions. So I think a lot of people feel like we have a false dichotomy here, that you support these pre-existing medical conditions regulations um, or you don't care about people that need help. I don't think that that has to be the choice. I think that Perhaps these regulations, it seems like the American public is not willing to bear the costs of those regulations, but there are other ways to help people that have expensive medical conditions. And I think democratic uh, responsibility kind of demands that we investigate those. Emily Eakins directs polling at the Cato Institute. The poll is available at our website. You can rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.